0: we have the facts, we're ready. Now we have the facts, we're ready.
1: Here we go again.
2: This is
3: Armstrong and
2: Getty. What is the problem? I was able to open up the flower of life properly. The
3: lunacy of this, this exercise. Use any
2: metaphor.
1: Aliyah, yakta. yes. It's time to stop this nonsense. This is all wrong. It's such
0: a
3: bizarre
1: world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go.
2: The DNI staff, uh, it it says the DNI, DNI...
1: Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? This is Ed McClain.
3: And now, here's Armstrong
2: and Getty. Getty.
0: Here's my favorite thing I've heard. I heard this on the radio. You ever listen to the radio? I heard this on uh, Big fan. I heard this on Radio News just now, and they just, like, threw it away in between two stories. Hillary Clinton says she favors impeachment.
2: Ha!
1: Yeah! I'll bet she does.
3: I'll bet she does. That is not surprising to me. I have no words.
0: (laughs) Live from Studio C. C senor. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Hey, everybody. Today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager.
3: An official impeachment inquiry. The unofficial times are over.
0: This is official. Hillary Clinton says she favors impeachment.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, wow. Interesting. That is newsworthy.
0: Bill thought that was funny. That really cracked Bill up. Of course she did. So <laughs> the, the 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 key to the whole thing to me is what time does the damn transcript come out? Yes. Uh, does any uh, nobody knows yet? Because uh, the whole thing could end in like five minutes when the transcript comes out. Oh no,
3: right? no 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 no. That's why we have to have the official whistleblower complaint because of a couple of reasons. And I was kind of hardcore on one side, but the more I think about it, I guess there is some sense to it. On the one hand, the Democrats just want really scary-sounding language. And the whistleblower will have, you know, filled out a form or written a memo saying, I believe this is uh, subjugation of the national will and shredding of the Constitution, Above And they want that verbiage out there very much. They also want to be able to compare the transcript with what the whistleblower says they heard. Because it's possible, or certainly it would be a narrative worth cooking up, To say, wait a minute, this transcript leaves out the part where he declares war on Mars. You know, uh, we'll see. It's going to be a bunch of -of eye-of-the-beholder crap, as usual. You don't think the transcript will be definitive?
0: I doubt it. I think if it was definitive, Trump and all his lawyers would be stonewalling against releasing it. I've heard everything from the transcript will be a complete... A complete cluster? (laughs) (laughs) Well, a complete, I'm trying to avoid using the word transcript again. A complete transcript of every utterance and pause and word during the entire conversation. Yes, that's standard White House procedure. And, uh, And that's the way it's normally done. And I've heard other people who've also been involved in these calls with the president say, there is no such thing as that kind of a transcript. It's just a summary of the phone call. You could have an hour-long phone call and have a two-page summary of it. That's what the transcripts are, and I've heard everything in between that. So, as usual, yeah, <laughs> you're left wondering. Well, okay, I don't know. I don't have any idea what's right there. Right. Um. If you if you've ever looked at the transcripts, um, uh, the Nixon stuff, actual transcripts are hard to follow. Really hard to follow because people pause and change directions and then another person throws in a word and you go off on a tangent and reading it it's really hard and then you have no tone of voice right um yeah, there's
3: fragments everywhere
0: whether yeah. that exists at all or not i have no idea mm-hmm. you know trump's saying he'll put out the complete unedited unredacted transcript i think a lot of people you know were picturing in their mind what i just described every utterance pause everything like
2: a court stenographer version of it
0: um if it's a uh you know a three sentence summary that uh, trump puts out so he
2: he told him
3: congratulations and he told him we'd like to work together then they said goodbye and he specifically said (laughs) nothing about biden (laughs) right so the end joe biden never came (laughs) up the ukraine guy asked for some arms then they said goodbye (laughs) you know the other absolute polar opposite i've heard is people are talking about how the whistleblower statute uh, demands that the DNI turn over the accusation to Congress. And I've heard uh, scholars say, uh, and former uh, uh, members of the intelligence community, say, no, the statute uh, specifically excludes the president. In fact, uh, Clinton mentioned when it was passed that that was important, and Obama reaffirmed it by clarifying the law. Okay, that's interesting. But then NPR and
0: company are saying, oh, no, the law is unequivocal, it's got to be turned over, and... I hadn't heard that angle, but I've heard the angle several times: of this guy doesn't meet the qualifications of a whistleblower, so the the rules don't apply to him or her. Um, they, uh, if you, if secondhand knowledge doesn't make you a whistleblower.
3: Please stop using gendered language.
0: <laughs> you can't You can't apply the whistleblower rules to somebody that's not a whistleblower. Right. So that might be the case legally oh, speaking. Right, exactly. So there,
3: there's enough cloudiness in the water. I think we're going to end the day. Maybe you should see a doctor. The, sa- <laughs> the same way we started the day and are likely to be shouting each other at each oh, other in man. March. Oh
0: I want it to be over. I want the transcript to come out in one way or the other. Clearly guilty! Innocent. One or the other. Clarity. Obvious to everyone for the love of heaven the moment the transcript comes out and we can all come together and begin healing i'm looking at the tv soon breaking news white house to release call transcript well i don't know if that's going to be in the next minute or four hours from now sure hope it happens while we're on the air joe will read it in his official voice i absolutely will
2: (laughs) dramatic reenactment Uh, we'll have
0: we'll have that uh, (laughs) swashbuckling music the adventure music we use sometimes michael we'll have that going under it what do you do if you want to muck things up? You put out—I don't remember how long the phone call was. Do you recall how long the phone call was? No, I don't. Uh, but if you could put out a ton, that often works. If you want to, if you want to cl- cloud the waters, just many, many pages. Just, yeah, like three hundred pages of closely typed. Takes forever to get through it. Yeah, or just catalog like all of the calls of
3: that week and just dump it. Right, exactly. Although, you know, eventually people will get to the
0: <laughs> bottom of it, but. Anyway, we got so much to talk about today. Very exciting times if you like the news. Remember, Hillary Clinton favors impeachment. Let's yeah. introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. <laughs> I mean, was there any chance Hillary Clinton was going to say, oh, no, I don't I don't think that's a good idea? He seems like
2: a fine fellow to me. Yeah. <laughs> Let is, him do his work. Why is anybody asking her anything? Yeah. She's a on question. a listening
0: tour. That's a very good question, Sean. How Michael, how are you this morning?
1: Good. I got two quick things. First of all, I hope the transcript is actually like, who's on first by Abbott and he, he Trump releases that just to be funny, you know? Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, but this actually happened yesterday when I was um, at a warehouse club and I was exiting and I was giving him my receipt. And I don't know why this guy does this. I guess you get bored or something. Um, he looks me over. As soon as I hand him the receipt, he goes, "You fight a lot, huh?" And I said, uh, "No." It- <laughs> I- I- I'm you not kidding. Fight a lot. i,
2: fight-
0: <laughs> I uh, 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 not And
1: then he-, he checks and clicks my re- uh, with the pen. You know, he marks my receipt and hands it back to me. He goes, looks me over again. He goes, "I bet you could hold your own." And then I just walk away, and he just looks back. At me. I mean, it was really weird. Oh, wow. wow, that was, was either. There was nobody else in line. I was just me.
0: Are you busy today, Michael? Because I want to go back there with you and, and get further into this conversation with the gentleman. That is you, you might recognize this guy from yesterday. and Perhaps you don't recall, but you said to him, "You fight a lot, don't you?" Could we discuss that? What were you talking about? I'm telling you, that why would is you say either customer. He's coming on to you,
1: or he's being funny because he's so bored. That's that- an
3: incredibly sophisticated way to have you saying, you know, "WTH" all day long, right? You're thinking, what?
1: What did he mean? What I'll the- bet you got he- Is He's saying I'm soft.
3: See coming up?
0: What the hell? Oh, that's fantastic! That's that's like a Kafka level messing with. We got to go back today and ask. We got to ask follow ups.
1: No, but I just wonder if he has (laughs) such a boring job that
2: maybe he does this and says weird things to people just to amuse himself. I want. I have to know. I bet that guy's got a YouTube channel or something. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's just hey, while I watch this, I tell this guy, I bet you can fight a lot. (laughs) Very weird. It's uh,
0: it's got a Sasha Barrett Cohen sort yeah, of ring it to it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it
2: really does. Uh, there's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. It was on this day in history in the year 1965 that one Satchel Page stepped onto the mound for the Kansas City Athletics and uh, pitched three innings, gave up one hit. Now that doesn't seem too monumental. Well, he was 59 years old at Whoa, the time, 59, <laughs> and mowing people down for three innings, getting nine of them. Sit down. That was really impressive. Oh,
3: wow. 59 just hurling at the big league level. Yeah, he was a once in five centuries talent, too. An amazing ball player. And never got to play in the real baseball because he was black. Yep. It was so today's, you always wonder today's date in 1994 that uh, my son Declan was born. My middle kid. He's turning 25 today. Quarter century old. Mm. I've, uh, He's going uh, to th- rent a car now, I think, right? Oh, he absolutely can yeah. and
0: will. 25 was my first depressing birthday. My first, oh, my God. First, mm. first one. Mm. I don't know if he has that, had that effect on me. Well, I'm closer to 30 than the 20. That right. was the first, wait a second, I don't want to get older birthday I ever had. I'm still poverty stricken. Get no respect, <laughs> et cetera. Uh, There is Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well,
1: I got to tell you, along with Declan, we got a five pack of celebrity birthdays coming up. Out of His the box. net
0: worth is squat, by the way, in case you're <laughs> right. wondering. My, my, get my son's, son's net worth? <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> net worth at 25 was definitely in the, <laughs> the negative. Yeah.
1: All right, coming out of the box, actor-producer Michael Douglas turning 75, and his wife, Catherine Zeta-Jones, hits 50 on the same day. Who would have thunk it? Combined net worth $350 million. Then you got actor-producer and rapper Will Smith. He is hitting 51 today. He's worth $300 million. Woo. And actor-singer Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, is 36. He is worth 35 million bucks
0: what are your ages for uh, uh the, the the first two you gave michael douglas and his wife what are 75, 75 and 50 mm. Yep. Yeah.
1: and last they've been together a while now right yeah they oh, have yeah. oh yeah and last but certainly not least luke skywalker mark hamill is hitting 68 and he comes in with a net worth of 18 million dollars
0: this is the only place I ever hear birthdays and the net worth. <laughs> like, well, that's the you, only way to measure you a you Measure
3: how their life is going. <laughs> All right, yes, right. how old
0: you are. Let's see how well you're doing. <laughs> Brilliant
3: artist, compassionate, generous. Oh, no, no. Healthy. How much wealth? Yeah.
2: <laughs> net worth gives how you insight.
3: How
0: much money do you have? How much? <laughs> yes. Oh, we got so much good stuff to talk about today. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday, September 25th. The year 2019, where Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program.
3: Alright then, into the breach. Here we go. Precisely according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. By the way, do you have any idea that the State Department... So then you had... know the, okay, the law. law shut up. No, shut Rudy. up. Okay, hold on. Shut hold up. On. You don't Everybody. know what you're talking Ooh. about. Chris. You press, don't know press, press, what you're press, talking press. about, idiot. Wow.
0: Was that recent? That
3: was yesterday. And cable news is canceled from here on out.
0: Rudy Giuliani went with a shut up moron? (laughs) Shut up, idiot. The the State Department. Then you know the law. Shut up, Rudy. Shut up. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Chris.
3: You don't know what you're talking about, idiot. Is that (laughs) Cuomo? How about his co-anchorette
2: trying to hush Chris Cuomo? Chris, Chris, Chris. No, that wasn't Cuomo. That was somebody else. I'll, I'll try. It's some. It's a liberal voice. I think he hosts a radio show or something. Was on there and was going back and forth. Oh, okay. Shut up, I... moron! Yeah. <laughs> you don't know
0: what you're talking about, idiot. That's from the president's official lawyer on the day impeachment talk is everywhere. <laughs> the it's president's, the official, president's
3: official past his prime,
1: senile ex mayor. Shut up, moron! <laughs> That's great. What are other headlines, Marshall? Well, the impeachment drama has certainly been launched. We have a soaring star among the Democratic presidential hopefuls. And please, please, my friends, express
0: yourself loud and large. It is good for your brain. Okay. Coming up. Uh, How's mailbag look? Oh, it's good. It covers a lot of ground. Need to get to it. Yeah, and we got to get into what did and didn't happen yesterday. And, of course, the transcript could drop. The transcript of the phone call, whatever that means, could drop at any moment. And that'll be very exciting. Hey, hey, Michael from Mailbag, uh, get the clips ready of that uh, nice little girl from Sweden. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Going back there again. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Well, I'll tell you what.
3: Here's a little preview. Our treatment of uh, the little gal, uh, we tried to be even-handed. We tried to be fair. There was a fair amount of disagreement over whether it was appropriate or not. Oh, really? And and some of the disagreement, very, very strong. Okay. We could be hauled up on an official impeachment inquiry
0: (laughs) over our treatment of that little girl. So stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Did anything actually happen yesterday is a conversation uh, worth having. And legal scholars apparently disagree on that. And it might work its way through the courts. Uh, According to Mike DeBonis, who we talked to yesterday, he's got an article in the Washington Post that's interesting on that front. Does a bunch of people jabbering about impeachment count as starting impeachment? What are you deaf? There was an announcement of an official impeachment inquiry. Does that count or not? And apparently the jury is out, almost literally, on whether or not it does. So we'll see. Words, words. More on that later. Yeah, yeah. Shut
2: Shut up,
3: Moron. Hey, that's harsh, mailbag. I like. You don't know what you're talking about, idiot. That was good too. That's some good (laughs) verbal abuse. Ah, boy. Uh, Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Uh, Surely you wouldn't put out the transcript if it made you look bad, right? uh, uh, Certainly you wouldn't put it out if it made you look guilty of what you're being charged with. Trump always looks a little nutty. Well, yeah, by that's presidential what I mean. standards. Yeah. But no, yeah. yeah, within yeah, the context right. of uh yeah. you know. threatening and all that sort of thing. yeah, I'm 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 sorry and I should probably shut up like an idiot uh, <laughs> or like a moron. Uh Louis Brand- so Did I say see. shut up moron or shut up idiot? Well, shut, was, shut, up, moron. shut up moron and you don't know what you're talking you about. You don't know what you're talking about, idiot. Idiot. <laughs> Justice Louis Brandeis the Supreme Court said those who won our independence valued liberty as an end and as a means. They believed liberty to be the secret of happiness and courage to be the secret of liberty. Wow, good one. Yeah, that is a good one. You don't know what you're talking about, idiot. I think he did. Let's see. Uh, the uh, idea of Jack getting a giraffe as a pet continues to resonate. <laughs> <laughs> mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com is our email address. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com.
0: Continues to resonate.
3: Jack should go big and forget about the giraffe. Best pickup line in the world would be, would you like to come over to my place and see my sperm whale? Oh, geez. Three points, Pete. Three points. One, a, a sperm whale is an aquatic beast. Point two, Jack has a ranch, not an aquarium. Point three, you're an idiot (laughs) moving along. You don't know what you're talking about, idiot. Well, we only have 20 seconds left. Jack should go through with his plans to adopt a giraffe, says Tim, and register it as a comfort animal. I'm not saying actually take it onto an airplane, but you would be the king of phony comfort animals.
0: That could break the whole comfort animal thing. This is my uh, comfort giraffe.
3: He uh, travels with me everywhere. He keeps me uh, calm. Impeachment's in the air. Stay
0: tuned for news. So the portion of the Constitution that talks about impeachment is vague and short. There's not a lot to it, so it's open for a lot of interpretation by a lot of different lawyers and judges and whatnot. But originally, when they were trying to decide what a president could be impeached for, or any federal office either, people get all excited about presidents, but we've impeached 19 federal officers, only two of them presidents. Um, George Mason wanted impeachment to include uh, for maladministration. Mm -hmm. Or incompetence. Yeah. James Madison said, well, that would just mean that the president serves at the pleasure of the Senate, and the Senate could at any point decide you're incompetent and Mm -hmm. boot you out. That's a good point, James, said the great George Mason. James Madison argued that impeachment should only be for criminal behavior, but he lost that argument because it is for... Pretty much whatever you decide you don't like about him, and if you get the majority vote and the Senate agrees, that would be good enough. Well, George Mason responded, "How about we make it sound like it's got to be crimey,
3: but it's real vague?" Madison said, "Yeah, that works for me." So they came up with high crimes and misdemeanors, right. whatever that means.
0: Right? Well, whatever anybody a majority thinks it is. Right. Let's get to uh, the you know that the vagueness
3: of it, yet the suggestion that it's got to be crimey might be a work of incredible genius. Yeah, might be. Now that
0: I think about might it. Might be, actually. Uh, news now Marsha Marshall Phillips. Well, it's on House Speaker
1: Nancy Pelosi announcing a formal impeachment inquiry against President Trump yesterday, accusing him of...
3: The actions of the Trump presidency revealed dishonorable fact of the president's betrayal of his oath of office, betrayal of our national security,
2: and betrayal of the integrity of our elections. Therefore, today, I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry.
0: Uh, got a little mushy mouth there. It looked uh, to me like she was using Joe Biden's teeth. She should get her <laughs> own set instead of sharing them with the former vice president. Well,
3: a friend with dentures is a friend indeed or something. I mean, she, he came through for her. I tell you what, this is not clearly a... Uh, uh, I will say this. There is absolutely serious danger for the Trump presidency here. <clears throat> it's not clearly, you know, going to go one way or, or the other. Um, but the announcement of an official impeachment inquiry was pretty funny. Because all the committees are just going to keep doing what they've been doing.
0: Pretty clever. Um, as it... Uh, and what I
3: predicted. That they'll make an announcement, a big announcement. All right, now we're serious.
0: But nothing will change. Well, it could change things in the eyes of courts. Uh, I can talk about that coming up yeah. a little bit because it's a little in the weedsy. But... Uh, it certainly mostly is true that she got the heat off of her by making uh, the AOC crowd feel like she's doing something without doing anything right. specific legally, perhaps. And Again, that's an open question. But I'll tell you what pushed her. Um, uh, a couple of things pushed her to where she felt like she had to, to come out and at least sound like she's starting impeachment. And Because uh, I've been taking in enough of your yeah. MSNBC C- C- and CNN commentators, they had really soured on her and her 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 lack of will to try to impeach President Trump. And a couple of things that happened that were the straws that broke the camel's back, I think. Um, Last week, when Corey Lewandowski was there and was just so contemptuous of the questioning. Yes, he was. That really rubbed Democrats the wrong way. Wow. We're so weak. That he can be sarcastic and say, well, I don't know, President Swalwell, do you? And just get away with it. I mean, that's, that's how weak we are right now. Right. We call people up and they just mock us. I think I'm a good-looking man. <laughs> and then, I don't know if this reached Nancy Pelosi or not, but we did the late-night joke-off. You had three of the late-night comedians. Their punchline was how weak and ineffective Democrats are in Congress. Mm-hmm. That was That's the punchline of a joke as of 48 hours ago. Of course, we can't do anything because we're weak and Nancy boys. I mean, so... I- well, they, they, they've they uh, gotten stuck in their
3: own web. They built this narrative that Trump is the new Hitler. He's a dictator. He's a racist. He's a Russian agent. He's going to cause a recession. And there are a couple more I left out. And so they, they painted this guy... And listen, he's a quirky guy, but they painted him as, as Stalin. Come to our shores. And if you have Stalin... In the White House, you've got to do something about it drastic. I mean, up to and including assassination, if that's true. So, yeah, they've painted a scenario that they now are trying to get out of, but it's so extreme, uh, I don't heard, know what to do.
0: Yeah, it's, it's one reason why you don't want to push too far, because if you keep pushing and pushing, even if you've got the upper hand, you keep pushing and pushing and pushing, sometimes you can make people react and it's not to your benefit. Um uh, I've heard at least a half a dozen commentators bring up the Corey Lewandowski being a smart ass in Congress. Because mm-hmm. that's too much. We gotta do something. Yeah. It maybe would have served the Trump administration better right. to, you know, be a little more respectful. You still would have had the same result, right? Yeah. Nothing was gonna happen. I think Corey was looking out for Corey. Oh, sure. Because he's running for Senate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: At issue in the inquiry is whether or not Trump abused his presidential powers and pressured Ukraine's president in a phone call to investigate former Vice President Joe Biden and That's his That's not son what that half
3: AOC said. She went right to the emoluments clause in a tweet <laughs> uh-huh. right after the... Uh, the emoluments clause. Hey everybody, we got to get on the same page. It's like when the center on a football yeah. team snaps it on one and all the other linemen are
0: just standing there. Yeah, yeah okay, let's uh that remember it's on two. <laughs> Come on, AOS. When you had various congress people throwing out charges that Nancy Pelosi didn't mention in her little speech, that's right. when it really started to look like the Andrew Johnson impeachment, which I was talking about yesterday, when uh, the majority that hated Andrew Johnson just threw a whole bunch of different things up against the wall, hoping something would stick. And that's why he was acquitted in the Senate. There was no particular crime that rose to the level of impeachment. They just hated him. Let's just try everything. Being an A.H.
3: is not an (laughs) impeachable (laughs) offense.
1: Meanwhile, President Trump has authorized the release of the transcript of that particular call,
0: which is to be made public later on today. Unredacted in its entirety. In
2: its entirety. Are though you're hearing bubbling, Sean, from people who claim they yeah. know what's in it? Uh, so yeah, a lot of the reports, uh, hearing from a source that's seen the memo or seen the transcript, that it's it's going to be disappointing to some. So I I get the sense that this is more of the God, summary if thing if or the <laughs> if it's vague. Trump talks to the president of Ukraine, blahdy, 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 blah, 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 something <laughs> about aid, yada, yada, yada. They said goodbye. <laughs> There's an actual yada, yada yeah. written down. I, <laughs> I'm, I, mean, I quit. I don't know what to do. And here's the trouble times yeah.
3: we're in. If I were an utterly soulless politician, which is most of them, when the absolutely verbatim complete transcript. As if God himself, with his mighty pen, had written down every word and every pause. If that came out, I would claim it was incomplete. I would claim it was inaccurate and left stuff
0: out. I would just lie. But as you know, impeachment's a political thing. And and at least a third of America would, believe me, automatically. But if it comes out and it really looks like Trump was trying to strong-arm the guy, you're going to get... There were 147 Dems on board with impeachment two nights ago. As of last night, it was 188. It might be uh, higher than that today. You know, that's going to grow depending on what the transcript looks like. I tell Here's what you fear as a Trump fan.
3: Uh, And I was going to hold this back, but it's come up, so why not hit it? Um, it, That Donald J. Trump, talking to this Ukraine guy, acted as if uh, he's still a Manhattan hotelier and a developer. And he acted like he often does. Like he doesn't quite get the the need to be a little more restrained as president and not hand people clubs to beat him with. uh, How easily can you picture Donald Trump talking to some commissioner in New York or or a union boss or even the mayor of New York and saying, yeah, listen, you guys are hassling me an awful lot about the Central Park South project. I know who's pushing this narrative. It's uh, Ed Jones. Ed Jones of the Hilton group. You ought to look at Ed Jones and the way he handled the electricians union. I'm telling you, ask the electricians union about Ed Jones. I can picture Donald Trump doing that every single day for 40 years. That sort of hard knuckled, uh, you know, maneuvering around his enemies. Yeah, I can picture him doing that with Joe Biden and the Ukraine guy. And if that's true, you're going to see a lot of Republicans get pretty squishy. I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, like I said, if you're a Trump
0: fan, that's what you're uh, looking out for. Of those 188 Dems that are now on board with impeachment, and she needs to get to 218 to have a majority if she were going to actually do a whole House vote on it, but she's at 188 as of last night. So of the House members that got elected in Trump districts, there's 31, 16 of them are now on board with impeachment, which is new this week. Uh, That mm -hmm, That was not the case last week.
2: That's a wrap.
1: That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
0: Yeah, and we're going to talk to David Drucker of the Washington Examiner later, and he's got got his ear to the ground and saying there are some Republicans that say, if it crosses this line, I might get on board with impeachment. Republicans. David's a guy who spends all his time
3: on Capitol Hill talking to people off the record and getting a sense of which way things are flowing, so I'm really looking forward
0: to talking to him. So the 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 legal angle of of what happened yesterday or didn't probably is worth looking at. Sure, um, you're saying overall, and it certainly seems right to me that overall w- what she said didn't amount to a hill of beans. No, it was uh, fancy words that really indicated nothing.
1: <laughs> really,
3: really, the old hag. I oh, appreciate- there's no reason to get personal. I
1: apologize. I, I appreciate I it. Shut it's up, really
0: right. I, I have. She did come off as ancient. So many of the people in charge are ancient, not just older, like really old. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah, God's waiting room, huh? Anyway, more on that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong. The transcript is out. CBS News is reporting the transcript is out. We haven't found it anywhere, and that could be a rumor, and who knows, but it's, it's worth mentioning. So we're talking about the transcript of the phone call between Trump and the president of Ukraine, and did Trump eight times bring up investigating Biden and hints toward the fact that you're not getting your money unless you investigate my opponent's kit. Mm. That's the question. Now, wh- is the transcript going to be a, ver- uh, Trump said, unredacted in its entirety? Uh, does that happen? Is there is there a complete transcript of the phone call or not? Here's Richard Haas this morning on MSNBC. He's uh, president of Council on Foreign Relations. He was in the Bush 1 administration. He's been on these phone calls. This is what he says about transcripts.
2: Yeah, Willie, the word transcript suggests people, a stenographer right. in court or someone working from a recording. Uh, in my experience, and I worked in the Bush 41 White House, that never happened. You would normally have a National Security Council staff person would be on the line listening in, and he or she would write down what they thought were the salient points. Uh, the foreign leaders, you know, so I uh, said the following thing. So out of a half hour phone call, you might have a one, one and a half page memorandum of conversation that would essentially give you the highlights. Very rarely did it highlight the fact that the president might have misspoke about, about something. So these are interpretive. Memoranda produced by a by a staff member. They are not absolute records of what transpired. Right. Plus, right. it never captures things like tone of voice doesn't capture facial expression doesn't capture larger context. It's yeah. just an isolation.
0: Okay, So you got that. That's one guy who's been on these calls with one president 30 years ago. Um, is it different now? I don't know. I, I I assumed they recorded all these phone calls, but I found out yesterday they stopped recording phone calls roughly at the time Richard Nixon <laughs> left office. Yeah, decided. So hey, It turns out there's a downside. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, nobody's recording the phone calls. I am surprised there's not a complete transcript of all these phone calls, um, but uh, that may be the case. So I don't know what in, in its entirety an unredacted means. Here's a thought for you. I'll bet Vlad Putin... Has the
3: uh, Ukrainian uh, whatever, uh, do they have a White House, Uh, whatever, the the halls of power, I'll bet he's got them bugged. I wonder if the Russians have an actual transcript of the call. Vladimir
0: Putin says, I've I've got the transcript if you need it. I got the whole thing.
3: I'm sure Ukraine is working as hard as they can to get those bugs out of the place, but you know, they're kind of under Putin's boot heel.
0: So I thought this was really damned interesting. I did not know this. Is this when we get into the weeds? Yeah. Do you want to get into the weeds or not? All I ask is this. If we get into the
3: weeds at the end, we check ourselves for ticks. Okay? It's very important, especially this time of year.
0: So we've only impeached a president twice in our entire nation's history. Mm-hmm. Andrew Johnson and Bill
3: Clinton. And Some people are counting the Nixon thing because it was steamrolling in that direction, but that's a
0: stretch. For the purposes of this discussion, that doesn't count because going through all the mechanisms. So we only have two precedents for the mechanism of what impeachment is. The past two presidential impeachment uh, included votes of the full House authorizing the Judicial Committee to formally investigate. That's the way they did it with Andrew Johnson and with Bill Clinton. Nancy Pelosi didn't call for that yesterday. So some, including Joe Getty, are saying then nothing happened. Correct. So yeah, so what's any different than it was the day before? And and that is all true. But I didn't know that. Politically, she said, okay, go ahead. So that happened. It is unclear to what degree Pelosi's declaration yesterday changes the House's posture. That's a question to be litigated in the courts, according to Mike DeBonis in The Washington Post today. We talked to him yesterday. Yeah, The House has already cited the potential for impeachment in a lawsuit it filed in July when it was seeking grand jury testimony gathered in the course of the Mueller investigation. In other words, the House said, no, you have to give this to us. This is an official impeachment. Courts looked at it and said, well, we don't think it is an official impeachment yet. The, the Justice Department opposed that request in a legal brief and cited inconsistent statements from Pelosi, Nadler, Steny Hoyer, and others regarding whether the Democrats were actually pursuing impeachment. Right. You had Nadler and others saying, no, this is impeachment. You had Nancy Pelosi saying on camera, this is not impeachment. So the and Nadler himself contradicted himself several so times. So the court actually looked at that stuff and said, "It sounds to me like they're not sure." Mm. So it doesn't matter necessarily that they have a full house vote. According to the court, the Justice Department, or whether or not it's actually impeachment at this point. <sighs> Apparently, you don't have to have the vote; you just have to have most of the people on board with it is impeachment for it to count. Did the court imply that, or was that a firm ruling? I don't think that's been declared yet. As I've said, oh, it's happened man. twice in our nation's history. and this Questions and it, built on questions. And it didn't go like this before, so this is completely new legal territory. Right. I'm guessing nobody knows. So if you stand in front of five flags, is it an official impeachment, or do you need like seven to ten <laughs> flags? Right. Nancy Pelosi, you know, in a hell of a lot of flags
2: behind oh, her yesterday. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. Jonathan Turley, a George Washington University constitutional law professor. Love John Turley. Has been critical of the impeachment push said Pelosi's conclusive statement Tuesday could help the House prevail in that case that they're appealing, where the Justice Department said, I don't think you're impeaching. Nadler says you're impeaching, but you said uh, to CBS News you're not impeaching. So we're saying you're not impeaching. I've heard you've got to vote my whole life.
3: You've got to vote to produce articles of impeachment.
0: Apparently, that's Otherwise not
3: the case. it's not official, <laughs> according to a case. judge or
0: two in John Turley, uh, who I like. I guess. He said Pelosi's statement yesterday could help the House prevail in that case, but there are still glaring contradictions in the Democratic position. Jonathan Turley said it would be much more convincing if the House was seeking a vote to dedicate the controversy to the Judicial Committee for an impeachment inquiry. This entire process has been uncomfortably casual, casual to the point of conversational in terms of the steps taken toward impeachment. That's really well said. I was just thinking, nowhere in the
3: Constitution, and I've read it several times, does it say, and if Congress says
0: stuff that sounds like impeachment is in the air, then we will proceed. Well, I can read to you the entire portion of the Constitution that deals with this because it will take roughly 30 seconds. Please. Section four the president vice president and all civil officers of the united states shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason bribery and other high crimes and misdemeanors everything else is just president that president that has kind of been made up as we went along
2: mm-hmm.
0: everything else everything else apparently yeah. Yeah. that the you know the articles the house does this the senate because there's nothing about that in there right you're right that's really interesting i didn't know that Till I read that
3: article. So now we n- merely have disagreement on the facts, what they mean, how important they are, how impeachment works. And- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Other than that, it's pretty nailed uh, down. Yeah, let's just move step by step, but everybody. You're, so you're telling me that if I pick somebody, Adam Schiff is on meet the press and says, oh, yes, this is impeachment. Some judge somewhere thinks, okay, it sounds pretty impeachy to me, so we'll go ahead and make it mandatory that the, the president turns over these papers. Right. right. What? That A- seems pretty loosey-goosey. Right. And if AOC
3: gets up the next day and says, they're totally not impeaching yet, then the judge says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what What I said yesterday? Totally off. My mistake.
0: <laughs> right. What? Well, as Jonathan Turley said, this has been very casual. And if they want it to not be casual and make it very clear, you have a full House vote. Which basically says, we're impeaching. Does everybody understand now? We're all on board. Not messing around. We're all in here. We're impeaching. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Seriously. I mean, seriously, you guys. We're impeaching
3: now. Now, everybody put on your we're impeaching T-shirt so that the judge is
0: absolutely sure. (laughs) We tried to get the right size for everybody. That's hilarious. Oh, If Nancy Pelosi had been wearing I'm Impeaching Now t-shirts. Strange times. It would have worked. All right.